0: Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we dig in deep to analyze the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. I'm Andy Nelson from the NextReel.com. And I'm Pete Wright, also from The reel. Hey, Pete's back. Hello, Pete. This is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to talk
1: about my palladium dental work. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: We are, of course, uh, talking about Jon Favreau's 2008 film Iron Man. And joining us again to close out this week is JJ Yeager. Back. Hello again. Also, also from also, the next reel.com. Reel.
2: That's <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Look at that. Oh, that's fantastic. Yay. On today's show, we are talking about minute 25 of Iron Man, which starts with Tony operating on his missile and ends with Tony delicately picking up a ring of palladium.
1: Now, see, the thing is, if if, I, if anybody uh, of the three of us is going to have something fancy made out of palladium, it's going to be JJ. Yeah, I don't know, it's like a palladium belt buckle. or There's going to be something.
2: No, it's not a good story. I love palladium, but it's really not a good story. I had my, uh, it, my wedding ring custom-made and made a palladium, and it actually is the size of like two and a half. I, I, Pete, did you ever see my wedding ring? I'm it, not even it's, sure. Uh, I did. It's like two and a half wide of a normal wedding ring so it's massive palladium just like like brushed this whole thing yeah so i love palladium but uh yeah i don't wear it anymore obviously because i'm divorced now but yeah so it's not a good story but palladium's is really great and it's uh it's shown by tony stark in this minute
1: what did i say andy what did i say uh, you're, <laughs> you all right. right that were that is the right. jj i know
2: right there who would have a palladium story <laughs> i don't i don't want to speak
1: out of turn for you andy but do you have a palladium story like that i definitely don't there I you go, because so. you and me. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. and
2: what may, what I guess does make it an interesting story is that I was kidnapped by terrorists and I was locked in a cave <laughs> oh, with this ring maker and a, and a thousand catalytic converters. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: if, if there's anything that's going to get you out, it's a ring made of palladium. <laughs> that's what it palladium. is. Yep. That's uh, that's kind of a sad little tale there. No? <laughs> well here we go
1: it's good though it's good this is a great minute and it's a minute that gets us right into the it gets it keeps us i should say in the mechanics uh of the uh, of of building the suit and getting him out of the cave eventually as far as we know
0: and it goes to uh what we've talked about before in in bits and pieces of tony stark and and mostly it's like when he's working on his car in his shop where we see that kind of mechanical mind side of Tony that we never got introduced to earlier on. It's it's nice to actually see him really digging in now and having to do something, even if we don't know what it is. We know mm-hmm. he's doing something interesting. And it makes for a pretty compelling minute as he's showing Yinsen this little palladium piece, and he's packing the thing with the clay, and Yinsen's pouring the melted palladium. It's actually a pretty kind of engrossing minute as, as we're kind of watching them do something. I could watch people smelt all day, though. I mean, to be fair.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, there's this whole mystery around packing the dirt and building the little frame and, and then watching Jensen with these very steady hands as he pours the molten palladium into the little... I mean, I could watch that all day. That is just not a skill I'm capable of or an experience I have. I love this
0: stuff. It is pretty cool. I feel like I should say I always knew that about you, Pete. <laughs> That's a, do i don't what? think i did but i guess i'm not surprised god it's just
1: <laughs> what's delightful about what you just said is it sounds like a compliment but it's really really not <laughs> it's just the ultimate
0: <laughs> the ultimate dig complice slam well done uh, palladium is a real element i was debating that oh, yeah. actually i didn't know that isn't for it sure an amalgam though it's a platinum it's, amalgam isn't it it's, uh, no, it's its own uh, element. It's symbol PD on the that. atomic chart. It's uh, number 46. It is a rare and lustrous silvery white metal discovered in 1803 by William Hyde Wollaston, who named it after Ooh. the asteroid Pallas, which was uh, named hmm. after the Greek goddess Athena. It's her epithet, which she acquired when she slew Pallas. So wow. it actually is more rare than gold or silver. It's found, this is interesting. It's found in only one location in the United States, which is the Stillwater Mine in Montana. And there are a Hmm. few other places around the world, but it is the substance that gives white gold its color. And interestingly, it's found in almost all catalytic converters. Because it is known one of the precious metals that's known for its catalytic
2: abilities. So now this is making me feel both better and worse about my wedding ring story. Number one, because I've always assumed that it was just like a cheaper version of platinum, but and I guess maybe in the rare thing, it's not. But I'm feeling much better about like its its rarity being this from this one place, and that it's got some sort of power to it too. I think that's great. It was a power ring. It was one of the one of the power rings. It was. That's
0: right. Maybe not one of the ten rings. (laughs) No. No, we've talked about that a lot, Or maybe it was. You just don't know. It's a huge mystery around it. I guess the question is, did you ever try to use it? You have to think about, I want to generate ice with this ring. (laughs) Not quite. Not quite.
2: (laughs) I've got to go to some ancient place and and put it on a shrine (laughs) somewhere so that I can get some divine inspiration for it. It's very powerful, but you have to die before you can use it. Goodness gracious. That doesn't sound like fun. Well, (laughs) everything has a cost that's right That's right. Uh, you gotta pay the ferry man the places
0: that produce the most palladium uh, Russia and South Africa actually supply about 40% of the world's palladium they are the highest producers each year of the element so yours uh, there's probably a better chance that it came from Russia or South Africa than the stillman mine in Montana right that probably means it's blood palladium (laughs) yes
2: now I'm a
1: troll at least I was I'm so sorry. This turned dark so fast.
2: <laughs> it really did. Well, it's a dark minute in it the movie. A dark, I, did, I didn't really know is. that we're, it was. We're smelting. turning the corner. That's what we're doing here.
0: That's right.
2: <laughs> and
0: then the last little bit about Palladium. jewelers began using it in 1939 as a platinum alternative when creating ah, white. There is where I came. Okay. From. That's yeah. yes. But they still use it periodically now in dental golds and other dental metals. See, so now I was making a joke early on. That was Pete. a gag. It turns Wait. out that might
1: be uh, true, just not in my mouth. <laughs>
2: Do you actually have palladium in no, your mouth? No, was,
1: it was a joke.
2: Oh, that, I thought that it was, was a joke. Yeah. Okay.
1: But now I yeah, want it. Okay. Now I, this, believe I've got metal
2: in my mouth too, but I don't think it's palladium. Oh, that 8 a.m. Monday
1: special. morning, I'm calling my dentist. Are you kidding? <laughs> I need what this do in I my need mouth to, do? to
2: get this <laughs> You don't have any cavities.
0: I don't care. I don't care. I need this in
1: my mouth. I want you to replace every other <laughs> tooth.
2: <laughs> Pete's going to show up on grills next week. And,
1: and in one of them, I want there to be an Alexa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: That's frightening. Yeah. It's just getting to a frightening point. Mm -hmm. Okay, so at this point, we we don't still know what Tony's doing, but it is interesting when we see him hold up this ring. This is the first time where I feel like we're starting to get a connection between the little flashes that Tony had back when he was being tortured. We talked about the great little torture flashes, Pete, that he Mm -hmm. has. Um, This is the first time we're seeing something that might resemble something from that little mind storm that I guess you could say Tony had. We still don't know what it is, but it feels like an Iron Man element more so than anything else. Wouldn't you guys say? Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. It makes for kind of an interesting little bit. And it's it's kind of nice just to see that reveal of all of this work for this little tiny, this little, tiny right. ring. It makes me wonder, what is it doing? Like, how is this palladium, which is, uh, you know, this relatively inert metal, how is this actually helping power anything that tony's doing because he makes it very clear that he needs 11 of these missiles just so he can pull out these little tiny 0.15 gram parts that are made of palladium right and so what is it reacting to because it
1: looks like as a ring you immediately think well that's the symbol that's the symbol of iron man in his chest that's the thing that's going to connect him tony stark to iron man and and yet you know it seems like that I don't know, is that where the the story makers uh, are kind of giving away the gag here
0: that it's, in fact, Palladium doesn't do what it purports to do in his suit? Well, hold on. Here's another thing about Palladium that I'm just looking at. Palladium has the ability to absorb up to 900 times its own volume in hydrogen, making it the perfect container to not only store hydrogen, but to also filter it. I wonder if that is somehow, like, they... They picked up on that idea of Palladium and say, hey, that's, that seems like it could do something that would help Tony do things like fly and stuff. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know.
1: <laughs> Doesn't that make his, make his suit some sort of a hybrid?
0: Well, <laughs> it's, it's hydrogen power <laughs> is pretty powerful <laughs> stuff. Right? Well, he never has to gas up, so I guess it would make sense. Totally. And he's, he's right. always having to plug in, so absolutely he's a hybrid.
1: <laughs> so good. <laughs> I had no idea this was an environmental story. I thought he was just blowing
0: stuff up. <laughs> He's, this is the transition from, from the, the, the era of his missiles and stuff to the, the hybrids, Green side power. Here. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. That's right. It's nice to see. It's nice to see that happening here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have a, uh, a little glimpse back uh, at the, the terrorists who are all watching on the screen again. And uh, we see our characters, Abu. He is sitting with Ahmed, and the two of them are playing backgammon, having a little game in the back adorable and we we have them speaking Arabic, and the translation, as uh, my wonderful Reddit community told me, Abu says anything new, and the guy at the screen says nothing. Oh the word that the people who helped me translate said that the person who says nothing does not sound like a native speaker, and I think that's probably oh, true That's Reddit is fantastic. Yeah calling out the (laughs) non-native speaker it really is they they are very good at that
2: well and Andy you and I talked in an earlier minute about having Jensen play the role of the audience being a character on screen and because we don't really know what's happening this is now sort of exaggerated or highlighted with the fact of the terrorists being additionally unaware of what's being created by all this activity and all this action on the screen so we get to be watching and the sort of regular check-ins with the people who are watching this showing that Tony's doing Doing this all himself and we're all somewhat confused and unknowing of what's to come here
1: that's a really good point and it's such a good gag because tony is like everything tony does it feels like gets us weirdly further from truly understanding what he's doing even though we get <laughs> these symbols that kind of come into play like a ring a ring is a symbol for us around the suit because of the sort of symbol of the chest but everything else just seems like uh you know it's just it's just mechanical nonsense uh and and so that's a it's a really nice foil.
2: Yeah.
0: the uh, It looks like the actor who is playing the terrorist who's watching the screen, that is Ray Siegel, who also is a utility stunt player. As I've mentioned, they all tend to be when they're doing these parts. And that also would go to why he probably isn't a native speaker, if he's a stuntman who's having to throw this line out there. Right. Right. So this is the moment where Tony finally asks for Jensen's name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's only taken us a oh, month.
0: Oh, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about him, isn't it? <laughs> What's funny is I love that the way Yinsen reacts after Tony says, nice to meet you. It actually feels like that was part of the, like a little in-joke that uh, that the actor came up with after this line is scripted at this point. <laughs> where he's like, nice to meet you. And he kind of looks at Tony is like, nice to meet you, too. Like, you know, we already discussed this where I said that we met at this conference and all this sort of stuff, right? It's really it's really good, but it also
1: feels like it also feels natural. You know, it really I mean, it, it feels like something that these two guys who are by now discovering their
0: friendship relationship, it feels really good feels like you know this is this is how it would be yeah it does i just i it just makes me laugh that we're so far into this this relationship between these two of being in this cave and this is when we finally have them right. sharing his name <laughs> right. 25 minutes in tony that's all it took yeah <laughs> read the room man read the room <laughs> To be fair, when Yinsen first meets Tony, or when we are first introduced to him, when Tony wakes up and he realizes he's got the battery attached to him and all of that stuff, Yinson is not very forthcoming with anything. I mean, his first reaction when he's, you know, he's shaving his face and he doesn't say anything to Tony. He's just like whistling along. And all he says to Tony when when Tony's trying to reach for the water and realizes that the cords are attached to his chest is like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah, I like he, he you know he's pretty cagey about the whole thing. <laughs> it's excellent
1: bedside manner. Yes. It's leave leave all of those hoses that are attached to you a complete mystery
0: to the patient.
1: That's great. But why, doc? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. You'll be don't fine. Worry.
0: Just don't touch don't touch that thing. At least we know he has steady hands now and that's why Tony is still alive. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't have anything else for this minute. Do you guys have any other little bits and pieces?
1: It's great. It feels like, once again, we're on the cusp of something. I will say that there, when I was a kid, a buddy of mine uh, was playing a gag on me and moved my car uh, in a parking lot at a movie theater before we went to see a movie. And when we came back out, the car was moved and somebody had broken into it and stolen my stereo. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it was terrible. And it, they felt very bad. It was a nice stereo. And uh, they felt very bad. And so this buddy's brother... Was quite an engineer and he built an in dash uh, set of knobs and buttons that look exactly like the knobs and buttons that are all wired together at about second 21 when the terrorists are watching on the screen off to the side, there's like dusty wires and buttons, (laughs) except for there were more buttons and knobs and they did nothing but light up and look ominous. And that's why (laughs) I really feel like I have an affinity to this minute. It brings me back to just having wires hanging off of stuff looks scary. I don't care what the context is. It just looks scary. So thank you. Minute 25. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it really does. I will say the other thing that I really like. I just love the way that Tony, I mean, it's clear that he's gotten used to carrying this battery around. and I love the way when, when, when Yinsen first pulls the little smelting cup out of the fire and they turn to go over to the table. Tony just has it like slung over his shoulder and he's just kind yeah. of casually yep. carrying it. <laughs> I, I just love that casualness that he's kind of developed with this thing that he has to carry with him
2: very Absolutely. indicative of the character yes
0: yeah all right guys well that is it for minute 25 jj thanks again for joining in and closing out the week with us thank you and pete thanks for coming back hey my pleasure
1: i like <laughs> to drop in uh, every now and again like a stinky guest
0: <laughs> uh, like a stinky guest that's uh, that's what i'm going to start calling you My stinky guest, Pete, here he is. I live to serve. (laughs) Well, that is it for today's show, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the show for free at marvelmovieminute.com. Join us over in our Discord chat room, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Next Reel. If you like what we are doing, and you want to support us and get some cool stuff, become a patron over at patreon.com slash The Next Reel. Until next time, true believers.